A's for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. this morning i know why well we we we, (laughs) not for not for nothing i was last night i was doing my regular routine and i was laying in bed i was playing video games and i was sort of half listening to um youtube uh videos like these quasi educational ones about like what makes a cousin a cousin are you your grandfather's cousin's cousin and or you know how do airports make money you know these weird youtube Mm -hmm. videos that make me feel somehow like i'm i'm entertaining or i'm educating my brain but i'm just filling it with useless you know shit for trivia nights that i'm not going to go to and i have it on autoplay (laughs) so it just like pops up to the next one and now there's some kid is on there who looks like he's in eighth grade he's probably like 17 18 19 and he's talking about like yeah, you know, I got up at I get up at 5 a.m. and it's changed my life. And I was like, really, dude? And then he's like, yeah, my wife says I'm just I look great. And like your wife, you look like you're 12. And but he started talking about it and about all the time he had. And he was going on. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you know? I need to get my sleep. And then this other guy popped up and he was talking about your sleep cycles and how, you know, we disrupt our brain with a with an alarm. You go to sleep, you go through your sleep cycle, and then the alarm shoots off in the middle of that sleep cycle, so then you feel terrible, so you hit the snooze button, you don't get back into that sleep cycle, and it's just, it's horrible. And he was talking about how much time he had in in the morning, you know, like, you gotta, you have all this time, you can get so much done, there's nobody to bother you, there's nothing else going on. He said, you know, you really gotta shut down the screens, and you gotta clean up your room, you know, you gotta put everything in, in the neutral order, so that you wake up and you're not in the midst of filth that, you know, you go, oh, well, I can't really do anything because the room's a mess anyway or or whatever. And I yeah. woke up at 5.30. I went to bed around 12, and I just decided to get up. And I woke up, <laughs> and I didn't touch my phone, and I went out, and I made some coffee, and I drank some water, and I read a little Carl Jung, which is dense-ass shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted, I've been wanting to yeah. read this book, and so I decided I'd start it at five thirty in the morning. You fall back asleep again? <laughs> I didn't, um, because I had to go take the car in. But I started reading, and I wow. realized, like, I didn't, I didn't realize that I needed like the Greek, uh, you know, a degree in Greek mythology to to even begin this book. Cause, yeah. But anyhow, it was just interesting to me that we were going to talk about excuses today. And today was my day of no excuses. So that's what I got up at 530 in the morning and I wanted to go back to bed. And I don't know how you when you deal with that sort of I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to. And yeah, but for me, it's always like behind my left eye somewhere. That's where that lives. And it's like this. It'll just start to hurt. And the best thing I can do is like either go back to sleep or go on the Internet or eat it, eat a chocolate bar and you know mm-hmm. take a nap but i got up at 5:30 right. in the morning i went for a 2 mile walk <laughs> jeez i know you, john denver out there in the nature it was I, I i didn't get out before the sunrise but i went for a 2 mile yeah. walk out there at like 7:30 in the morning 
listened mm-hmm. to a little uh listened to some political podcasts and got my daily news and came back and i i was i still had more time and i got cleaned up and i had to take the car and i was like what am i going to do with all this time it was amazing jerry yeah. it was like yeah. holy shit maybe getting up at 5 a.m has it was like what is this magic is this for real yeah because i felt tired mm-hmm. and i certainly and i'm exhausted right now you know i've been up all day and yeah. i had to go take the car in <laughs> i had to leave it at the shop for four hours and um so then here's the other thing is I was like, well, either I can go to I can go see Mission Impossible and eat a bunch of popcorn with peanut M&Ms in it. Or there was a meeting that wasn't too far away from the dealership. And I was like, well, I'll we'll see how I feel. And um, they said that they'd give me a ride to wherever I wanted to go. So I didn't have to sit at the dealership. And so I. I said, yeah, just take me over to the mall here because it was the 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 12-step meeting was across the street from the mall. And I get into the the Uber that they called and this dude, uh, oh man, sometimes, you know, I didn't get to pick it. I didn't see who it was. I didn't get to rate him, but you know, his he like his his teeth, he needed to see his dental hygienist badly. And he just wanted to talk yeah. and talk and talk and and I was like, I just can you just take me to the mall? He's like, don't you want to go to the good mall downtown? Just go to the good mall. And I was like, man, I don't need to tell you why I want to go to the bad (laughs) mall because I was kind of going, wanted to go to that meeting across the street. And so he finally drops me off there and you know, I went to whole foods and it's all these, like I'm just hanging out at whole foods waiting for this thing to happen. And I, you know, I made the right choice. I, I, you know, chose not to make any excuses this morning. Is that my washer still going? Oh, we're going to hear that in the beginning nice. of it. That's awesome. This is an organic <laughs> podcast here. It's organic, you know? Yeah. Do you think maybe he wanted to take you to the good mall because you got up at five in the morning? You had so much time. You were wearing a three-piece suit. I did have a blazer on. I don't know. Yeah. 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 You had a blazer on. I saw your video of you earlier at Target with a no <laughs> Macy's. Macy's with a blazer on. Right. Does your uh, washing machine play a little Sorry song? Sorry about that. Yes, it does. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, man, you, it's, all this, your life has changed <laughs> since you started waking up early. Man, that's some really technological that's shit. That's the laundry right fairy. He's telling me my underwear is clean. Oh, it's your, oh, your clothes. Okay. Yeah. Mine does yeah. that too. It does. It, no, it doesn't do that. I just, I just wanted to be cool. I, I've been up since eight, but, uh, Anyway, continue your story. Did you end up? So at the I went to the or? meeting. Um, I went back to the mall. I sat in the massage chair. I thought about getting a box of those nice. C's candies, like a whole box, and just sitting in the massage chair and eating them. But I didn't get the candies. But so, you know, we wanted to talk about excuses today, and I just felt like, yeah. for whatever reason, today was the day that I chose not to give in to them, and mm-hmm. it felt really good. Because I wasn't, I was planning on having this conversation with you and going, well, let me tell you about the time that I, oh, this today I, I decided not to do this or I decided not to do that or, or I, right. I went ahead and, and gave in to my, my weaker self or however you want to call it. And I didn't do any of that today. And it was mm-hmm. pretty awesome to be quite honest. Now I'm not saying I do this all the time. This is, <laughs> no. this is. It's like the first day you've this ever is, done this it. Is, <laughs> this is this is I've been up for I don't know fourteen hours now or something you know as we yeah. record this, and um but it felt really good and 
I think I'm going to try and go to bed around 10, 30, or 11 and do it again. Might as well. You know? I mean, you've had success thus far, dude. It's only one day, but... Yeah, what a crazy life hack to actually sleep the uh, full amount of time you're supposed to sleep. Life hack. Life but, hack. Yeah, it was just this... <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I just, I know that we use excuses all the time to, you know, get out of this or to not even, not even good excuses. No, I mean, is any excuse good other than, you know, maybe your house is on fire, but that's an emergency, not an excuse. Right. I imagine there's ones that are positive. At least that's the way I justify it to myself. Um, you know, when I when I want to get clinical and actually like um, examine the reason why I make excuses personally, I think it's more that the excuse is an obstacle I put up that kind of keeps me safe from my fear. You know, like I'm and and we come back to fear a lot, well, at least in these. What is this episode five or something? I mean, in the past five episodes, I think we mentioned fear at least once an episode, and I think that's where the root of my excuses lay in. But if we're going along the theme of Actually, having no excuses, I find that when I don't put those obstacles in front of myself or those safety catches, I tend to have a more, like with you, have a more fulfilling experience out of life, or at least for the day, you know. Yeah. I uh, tell myself I don't want to go to this meeting for whatever reason, drank too much coffee or whatever. I have a thousand Mm -hmm. excuses. And I don't go. I just tend to, you know, live the rest of the day out. But when I do go, it... 98% 98% of the time, it tends to be a really fulfilling experience. You know, I, I get something from it. You know, there's something there that I, I, I get to take home with me. And I guess I just got to, you know, I mean, but everybody does. We all do it. Even not even surrounding the recovery aspect of, of our lives. Just excuses in general, man. I have thousands of them. I'm made of them. <laughs> I'm not a good example. Well, <laughs> what... Where does where does one learn these things? I mean, it's just is it just you like you said you're just trying to hide yourself from your fear so that if I don't Word. if I if I decide I'm just going to stay home and play video games and I'm not going to or I'm not going to whether it's going to a meeting or or mowing the lawn or going to get the car fixed or any of these things that we just don't want to do, I certainly I feel so much better getting it done on the other side of that fear. So this this excuse yeah. doesn't it doesn't alleviate the fear. It doesn't. It doesn't go away, and in fact, no. the excuses stack up, and then that's all there is. And then nothing is actually getting done, and nothing is actually being accomplished. Or you're not. I'm certainly not fulfilled or as fulfilled. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And you tend to run around with your head on fire at that point, trying to, you know, uh, fix all the things that you've put in disrepair or fix all the things you neglected, you know, due to the excuses. I think sometimes I, I, it's when I look at it clinically, you know, when I really examine it, but you know, the, I think on its face, most of the time for me personally, when I make excuses, it's cause I'm just plain lazy. Like I just really like laying down. <laughs> like i'm a big fan of laying down and watching youtube videos you know the same thing you were doing last night you know that and you came upon that one that kind of changed your perspective and then you got something positive about it you know for me personally i work out i get up every morning at eight and by 8 30 you know i've had a cup of coffee and like a bunch of water and i'll I'll do a workout i'll do like a 15 minute to half hour workout and that's been my routine now for about two months and i'll make excuses like i'll be like oh man i'm sore but i don't feel as good as when I do, you know, but that 
I think when you tell yourself it's just something that needs to be done, it becomes part of the routine. Maybe even the excuses of those things in your life that they need to be done. And then if you can make a routine out of doing those things, it does. You don't have to dig up something to keep you from doing mm-hmm. it. You know, I don't know. It just, and like you said, it always feels better getting it done. And just kind of, for me, it's always that checklist of like, okay, well, I got this done today and I got this done today and I got this done today. And even the little things around the house, whether it be, again, I apologize, doing the laundry and getting that done. Because I even thought about it this afternoon before we got on here. (laughs) The laundry's full. Well, I guess I, I, I don't have to do it until tomorrow. I'll just put it off till tomorrow. And then I thought, well, just put yeah. it in the washer. Laundry really just mm-hmm. does itself. You're not doing that much. Nah, you just got to fold you it. Gotta fold end, it. You got to fold it. You go and you put on a YouTube video and you fold it mindlessly, right? Mm-hmm. So I just, I, if, if the excuse is the hurdle, I, I guess for me, they, they, they get easier or they get shorter or they get smaller or, I'm actually beginning to see benefit in refusing them. It's kind of like the way that I, I think about it is is one the way that it was explained to me when I quit smoking was you have a cigarette or you have a craving, you have a cigarette, then those two synapses they they connect and they stay close. And then as they start to, you know, get apart, and this is not scientific or clinical. I don't know what I'm talking about exactly, but it's the right. feeling that I have. And then yeah. so if they get far apart and they go, oh, I need another cigarette, and then they stay close together. But if you but if you don't give in to those cravings, or say with alcohol, those synapses get further and further apart until they don't know each other anymore. So then right. you go, well, I can't rely on those things, those cravings. And so if an excuse is kind of like a craving to lay around or to eat poorly or to play too many video games or not do the thing like going for a walk. I just, I just like to go for a walk and it's not long. I don't, I'm not out there hustling. I don't have the little shake weights in my hands, you know, and um, (laughs) pink leotard or anything. Although, you know, maybe I should, that might give me the, uh, the little uh, heart rate I need, but, um, yeah, walk, walk mm -hmm. faster. But then I find that now (laughs) the laundry's done and now I can, I can move on to the next thing whatever that might be, whatever project Mm -hmm. I'm working on or whatever, whether it's the writing project or doing another film project or any of those things. Now I don't have the laundry in the way the car is taken care of. What's Mm -hmm. next? Did I, did I pay the dentist bill? I think I already sent that off. So, I mean, this is the, I mean, the thing is, it's just shit that's going to keep coming up. It's not going to stop. I keep thinking at one point, all these little annoying things of life, are going to go away and then I'll finally be able to be free to do what I want. And they, they right. don't seem to stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Well, and that's, that's, that's the, the thing about it too, is the misconception of even if we want to get down into the recovery aspect of it, you know, with an addiction is that I think sometimes the misconception is that once you break the hurdle of physical addiction, your problems will get easier mm-hmm. and things will get and they do get easier, but it doesn't even out. I mean, like you said, the the dishes still need to get done. Uh, until like my body falls apart, there will never be a point in my life where I won't have to wash a fucking glass. Mm-hmm. Like it's just gonna always be there, you know. Like the rent always needs to be paid, you know. Like 
if if you depend on having a job to pay that rent, then you you gotta go. You know, like that's just kind of the way it is. These things always need to be done, and and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, uh, the excuses just put everything in disrepair. It's just more you have to take care of later. And then on top of it, I feel like being in active addiction is one big excuse itself, you know, because you are putting these things in a state of disrepair. Or maybe you are taking care of those physical things, but not taking care of the mental aspect. I always feel like there's something in um, that is is being held back, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're actively using or drinking or whatever it is, you know, there's always an aspect of your life that needs to be maintained that you are not maintaining. Because you're, you know what I mean? You're filling that maintenance, that time maintaining with, with, you know, getting loaded. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, even in active alcoholism, I was f- full of excuses. I um, split my head open once. I was uh, plugging in a laptop, this HP laptop. I was plugging it in to show Megan a YouTube video, of probably like you know the the one with the little kid biting the other kid on the Charlie. finger or something. <laughs> Charlie and uh, I bent over. I was really drunk, and I bent over and I hit my head the right above my eyebrow in a bookshelf, and I split it open, and I hit my head so hard that I fucking knocked myself unconscious i kicked over a drafting table full of brushes and paint pots full of water and and uh, i came up and i looked at my wife and i was like is it bad and the minute i said is it bad just blood started pouring out of my face like in a movie mm-hmm. right so then she's she's like we need to go to the hospital and my excuse was no i'm not going to the hospital and she's like why we get, they'll stitch it up you need stitches and i was like no because if i go to the hospital this will be the third time I've injured myself drunk, and that means I have to go to an AA meeting tomorrow because I'm a giant <laughs> alcoholic. I mean, that was my reasoning. My excuse to not go seek medical care was that I wasn't ready to give up. That was my excuse. you know. And we didn't go to the hospital. I ended up just putting tape over it, medical tape, and like falling asleep with it like that. You know. Does it, but, did uh, you need stitches? Are you okay? Oh, yeah. No, I'm fine now. I mean, that was all like that, that was, was Charlie bit ago. my finger was, ago. That was Charlie. That was before I even moved to Seattle. So that was like in 2007, I wow. think. But yeah, I'm fine now. I think I'm okay. Yeah. You know? I can. Yeah. I yeah. You know. It's the I f- I feel. I mean, today was a success for me. Yeah, and that's great. And yeah. I I don't I don't take that for granted. And I certainly have plenty more excuses where that came from, you know, I've got boxes of them in the closet. <clears throat> and, um, <laughs> but so today was, a, was a success, but it's, I feel like the excuses that I have, they get flimsier and flimsier. The better I get with recovery, mm-hmm. the more I maintain it, the more, yeah. you know, even just little things like cleaning off the dresser before I go to bed, not leaving a pile of laundry, um, on there. Yeah. And I go, okay, that, and that, it just felt so much better this morning. It was it gave me a reason to get up, and I was like, oh, things are clean. I can start the day fresh. Um, but they get flimsier, which means they get easier to push aside. So mm-hmm. I, I am sure that there will be plenty more, and I'm sure I will say I don't want to. Um, but I get better with those. At least I have in the last, you know, just doing my walks. Like I don't, you know, I don't know what kind of workout regimen you do i know you said you do a little bit of yoga and stuff like that but i do uh y- yoga and dumbbells i have uh seven and a half pound dumbbells nice. they they clown me at work like oh those are light dumbbells and i'm like come do the workout with me after a while lugging seven and a half pounds around in each hand mm-hmm. is it's hard yeah I try to do a normal sit up and then with dumbbells you know anyway yeah so 
I'm, you know, I'm dumbing it up. Somebody's like, get a kettlebell. And I'm like, nah, man, dumbbells is the way to go, dog. What was it I heard about? There was these things. It was like, <laughs> they were called eggs. And so you uh-huh. hold them in your hands. They're like these weights. And you, they're, they're some kind of eggs, miracle eggs. But so then they, they send you, they don't change the size, but the density. They send you a denser metal. So they're the same size, but they're, they get heavier and heavier. And so you're supposed to like really? shadow box with them to the point where, uh-huh. you know, then you can, then you're fast and I'm, I'm not a boxer, but, um, man, it is 2018, <laughs> yes, isn't it? it? Is. This is 2018, dude. Um, that is crazy. But yeah, I just, I, I think, I think it's great and I'm, I'm super excited. Um, but yeah, just those, the, the, the excuses get flimsier. They're easier to overcome. They're not, and they weren't always that way. I mean, I had, mm-hmm. I would sit in that room for months doing absolutely nothing and feeling feeling no way to get out and get up and feeling resentful yeah. toward people you know even people close to me that were doing things you know when you said oh yeah i started doing yoga and i was like man like i told him about that <laughs> that girl on youtube that does the yoga that's i told him that like 2 years ago and here you are yeah. doing it and i'm upset because yeah. i'm the one who told you but i didn't follow through with it and so that's right there's there's no excuse in there that's just that's just plain stupid resentment you know yeah i'll give you a little namaste <laughs> when i'm done and then i'll be like this namaste is a john for introducing me to yoga <laughs> yoga with adrian check it out on youtube you really should she's, she's great pretty cool. she really she's got a good sense yeah, of humor she is great. yeah she doesn't push it yeah um Nah, she's she's just the right amount of hippie. Mm-hmm. I love it. She's cool. She's really cool. But those are the things that, you know, and and what we talked about it before about motivation versus discipline and trying to have that discipline and and it's just something you have to develop. And I um had a thought the other morning, not this morning, but I think yesterday, and I really just wanted to say I said like my prayer for the day. And we'll talk yeah. more about that later on. Um, but it was it was that I wanted to have, I wanted it to be a productive day, but I also wanted patience for myself, because yeah. I know what happens is is I get up early or whatever time, and I'm like I'm gonna do all these things, and then I maybe get like three of them done, and then I get I start on the fourth one, and then I get bored or tired or hungry or I, I remember something else that I'm supposed to do because I didn't really want to do this one task and I kind of just go gosh now look what I didn't do so I spend the rest of the day going look what I didn't do and I go to bed feeling dissatisfied and unhappy and um and just kind of miserable not because of the productive day that I had but because of the the shit that didn't get finished and it was yeah. really helpful to me to think about when I said that I said I want productivity but I want patience and I went to bed thinking yeah you kind of laid around and played video games and you know did stupid <laughs> stuff and and uh ate a whole ribeye steak like that's not part of the program John <laughs> but yeah. it was good uh but yeah. also then the next morning I wake up and it's like okay so just have patience have a little forgiveness don't be so hard on yourself. And I think yeah. that that's huge in not making those later excuses. And also 
if you've made an excuse and you didn't do something that you were supposed to do or you promised yourself you would do or you promised someone else you would do, there's no sense lamenting that past mistake or that past excuse or that past resentment or whatever it is. You know, you just go, okay, well, now I start here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You move on from it because it's already done or undone or not done. <laughs> yeah. Or undone or not done. Yeah, I mean, that that thing is already past. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest things I use to let go and acceptance. But that's a whole other thing, too. But I think being really forgiving with yourself is a big part of it. You have to be patient with yourself. Sometimes I'm the most impatient with myself, which is a great, it's a great point to bring up. I mean, that's a great thing to put out there in the universe. Like, be patient with yourself, dude. And then you can figure it out from there, you know, like... Yeah, you're going to screw up. Everybody screws up. You just give yourself a margin of error, you know, because if you don't, eh, you're going to feel awful. Then you're going to have an excuse. Right? Then you're going to be like, well, I'm not going to do this because I'm going to fuck it all up. It's yeah. it's really, it really, it, you're exactly right. You, you just build upon yeah. excuse after excuse and then you feel terrible and then that's mm-hmm. your excuse and it doesn't work. And then that's your excuse again for that. And it goes on and yeah. on and on in this just horrible spiral of or what's that um you know who reggie watts is the musician yes do you know about the shit fuck Mm -hmm. stack i've heard the song but i've never made it all the way through (laughs) it's it's a ridiculous song but it literally i don't know if it really makes any sense you have to go check out the video but it's a shit fuck stack you just keep stacking it and stacking it and stacking it and then you don't want to do anything and then the only thing you can do is play video games and eat corn chips or whatever you're into. Right. Right. Popcorn with extra butter. How many missed opportunities, you know? Sure. A lot of missed opportunities. I mean, like, like I always say, man, it's just the, the the main reason why I do this is, I mean, in in, being an active recovery is that I want to make my life fulfilling. So how many missed opportunities am I having that aren't fulfilling my life? You know? That, that from the shit fuck stack mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like just ah man and I, I you know if i look back on the ones i have missed it then i'll just be won't be patient with myself i'll be beaten up on myself over it so that's it's counterproductive you gotta keep moving forward mm-hmm. just stay on an even keel man you gotta get a little seasick you'll be it's all right it's true it's true i <laughs> i just i see myself as somebody who's 41 and I'll, I'll sometimes catch myself going gosh if i had only at 21 or if i had only at 31 or if i had only at 35 yeah. and yeah. like what good does that do anybody all no. it does is make no, me it, it just makes me hate myself and it makes makes me hate a person that doesn't exist anymore and can't even yeah i can't even talk to yeah exactly if if only all those if onlys are fairy tales. I mean, yeah, I've done it. I've been like, man, if I had only gotten sober at like twenty six, like what a life I'd probably have now. Would it be better? Would it be worse? I don't know. It'd probably be great. But I, I'm still me. You know what I mean? Like even, you know, I don't know, man. All those ifs, all those if onlys are like, well, if, if only I were born with, you know, if only like a fart rainbows or whatever. If only money came out of my, I don't know came out of my farts i guess i don't know we're going on this line now <laughs> but do you know what i'm saying like all these hypotheticals mm-hmm. and they're that's all they are, are hypotheticals even with the excuses oh well if i do that this will happen you don't know man it hasn't happened yet and if it does happen then you already knew it was going to happen so you're not shocked high five yourself yeah. you know 
Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> it's true that it's it. They talk about what is it? Um, if you're if you if you worry. If you worry about something, you're living in the past. If you're anxious about something, you're living in the future. And so you never get the opportunity to live in the moment. And, you know, sometimes the moment is just wandering around the mall waiting for the dealership to call with your car. But (laughs) there's... I was wondering why you were at Macy's (laughs) listening to... uh, What were they playing? Just like heaven. Oh man, that well, that was a pop song anyway back in the day. But I just wondering why you were walking around Macy's in a blazer and a t-shirt, listening to The Cure, like Jay Leno, uh, <laughs> pair of nice, nice jeans, a blazer, and a t-shirt. Yeah, I was, I, yeah, I was just waiting for the car. I was, I had, I was just killing time, man, looking at, looking at suits and summer wear, and you know, overpriced. It, like there's some polo shorts that were like seventy dollars. Damn, they must have had extra pockets. Wait, polo shirts, shorts, or shorts? Like the brand polo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, and then for a second, I thought you said cargo shorts. I'm like, those. They must have had like two extra pockets. But uh, I had, I had no excuses to get out of there, or I had, I had every, I had a good excuse to get out of there, and thankfully so. Um, I had better yeah. things to do than to be wandering around Macy's listening to the Cure. I mean, I stayed for that song and then I left. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> you're like, oh, I love this song. Just, Life is a highway came just, on next or something. I had to go. Yeah, that's your cue mm-hmm. to leave a- any time in your life. If Life is a highway comes on, you got to mm-hmm. bounce because it's it's about to get hinky at the fucking Macy's. <laughs> right? If that's playing in your yeah. Uber, you should probably just have them let you out. You don't should, worry about the stars. Don't even yeah. let them. Yeah, don't even let them stop. Just open the door and jump. <laughs> Life is a highway. Life is a highway. You better get out of the so, Uber. So yeah, I would say that if you're, you know, if you're in the midst of heavy, like layers and stacks of excuses and feeling overwhelmed, you know, that's why we always talk about, you know, they say one day at a time or one breath at a time, and you break yeah. it up into mm-hmm. as small pieces as you need to. And mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm. I had a really good day today and I'm, I'm very grateful and I'm, good. you know, and I, I'm, I'm very grateful and I don't take it for granted and I'm going to work very hard tonight to try and make sure that regardless of when I wake up tomorrow morning or what I accomplish before 9am is that I, you know, I can do the best I can, but, um, it's not important as long as, as long as you do your best. I mean, it's really, Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. What you do is, yeah. Is good enough. Did we say that last time? Did we talk about that? No, but I think that's a good good way to end it too. Yeah. Uh, honestly, what you do is good enough. It really. All you can do is your best. That all you can work with is what you have. And if you want more, then you got to go out and drop them excuses and go get more. Thanks again for listening. As always, our music is by Neglect. You can find his stuff at neglectsound.bandcamp.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And get a hold of us at aisforalcoholic at gmail.com.